ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله amma ba'd so in the last sitting we spoke about the different types of zulm the different types of oppression in order to understand that from the characteristics of a muslim is to abandon zulm and to abandon such evil characteristics for indeed the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was upon the best of manners the best of characteristics he would not oppress the people and so we spoke about the prohibition of oppression last time today then will mention another one of the characteristics of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that is the characteristic of patience and wisdom having patience and wisdom in your behavior patience and wisdom in how you interact with the people how you deal with the people how you mingle with the people it needs patience and it needs wisdom so an example of that is a hadith where it mentions jaa a'rabiyun fabala fi ta'ifatin min al-masjid in one narration it mentions that a Bedouin came, a Bedouin, those who were not from Medina, they were from outside, from the nomadic type of lifestyle, from the deserts, etc., the countryside as we call it now. So one of these Bedouins came into the masjid of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam al-masjid al-nabawi and went to the corner and urinated went to the corner of the mosque and began urinating and so the people they began to rebuke him they began to rebuke him when they saw that he's urinating in the corner of the masjid. They began to rebuke him. But the Prophet told them, stop, leave him. He told them to stop their rebuke of him. Told them to leave him be. Allow him to finish. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam told them 
to step back, to leave him be, prohibited them from rebuking that man and allowed him to finish. Then afterwards, Amara that some water, the Prophet asked for some water to be brought and then it was spilt upon that area and cleaned up. If you look at this narration now and what happened, a man came into Al-Masjid Al-Nabawi and began urinating in the corner not to insult the Prophet or to insult Islam or anything like that. It was because the man was purely ignorant, living the Bedouin and nomadic lifestyle. He didn't recognize and he didn't realize, didn't understand that the masjid, the mosque, you can't do this in the corner of the mosque. He didn't know wasn't aware Bedouin from outside so he hadn't done that to come and insult anybody to come and insult Islam or to insult the Prophet that was not his objective but he came and did that thinking in the corner it's okay not knowing not realizing So everybody though, they didn't know what was going on when they saw a man coming and urinating in the mosque al-masjid al-nabawi. They began to rebuke him. But the Prophet ﷺ when he saw what was happening, he told them to stop. Leave him be. Allowed him to continue and finish. The scholars they mention within this hadith, it shows you the example of the character of the Prophet ﷺ in his patience and wisdom. Patience, because clearly, if you see an event like that happening, somebody coming and urinating in the mosque, then it requires some level of ability in patience to hold yourself back from dealing with that situation instantly. The Prophet ﷺ had patience in that situation, recognized the situation and what it was and what was happening, had patience, but then on top of that, had wisdom. Because the scholars, they say, if a person, of course, as we know, if a person is urinating, and then you suddenly stop that person in the middle of urinating, then it is going to cause difficulty to the person himself. A biological difficulty suddenly cut off in the middle of urinating. But then on top of that, it would have caused greater harm to the masjid. To suddenly shock the man and to stop him in the middle, and then maybe he moves this way and that way, and the urine gets spread across a wider area. So, it would have caused more damage to suddenly stop him and grab him and do whatever, because then that urine would have gone on a far greater area of the masjid. So, wisdom from the Prophet 
Now that this has occurred, then allow it to occur in that restricted area rather than everywhere in a greater area. So they say, look at the example. Whilst the companions or the others, they were rebuking him in the corner, rebuking him when they saw what he was doing. Yet the Prophet ﷺ told them, no, with wisdom and patience, recognizing what the situation is, recognizing it's a Bedouin, recognizing that suddenly stopping him or pulling him aside, it's going to cause even greater damage and the urine going in a greater area. Then afterwards, the Prophet ﷺ calmly told them, bring a bucket of water, and they went and they cleaned that area out. And then the Prophet ﷺ said to the man, it mentions in one narration, that these masks, these masks, they are for the remembrance of Allah. These masks are for the remembrance of Allah, for Qur'an, for prayer, for dhikr, supplication, dua, for the remembrance of Allah. And this type of activity, it is not correct for the masajid. Simply explain to the man, the Bedouin, who didn't know otherwise, explain to him that هذه masajid these masks it is not suitable it is not correct or permissible to engage in such activity in the masks they are for the remembrance of allah they are for the prayer the quran the ibadah the worship of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not for this kind of activity in that calm manner the prophet dealt with that whole situation cleaned up the area they came with a bucket of water gave the explanation and the advice to the man and the whole situation resolved in that calmest of manners so now imagine that level of the situation a man is urinating in al-masjid al-nabawi and yet the prophet with that level of patience and wisdom calmly Calm as can be, that whole situation was dealt with. It's an example to be taken for every person when they see something of severity in their eyes, they see something of a great degree in terms of the evil or whatever it may be, that you have wisdom in how you go about in dealing with things. You have wisdom and patience in how you interact with the people and you behave. And that patience, it is also of three types. Just like yesterday we mentioned the dhulm is three types. Patience, sabr, which is mentioned in the Quran over 70, over 90 times. Not just once or twice. Patience, a great virtue. The scholars, they say there is three types. There are three types of patience that all Muslims need to recognize. The first of them, as-sabr ala ta'atillah. Patience upon the obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
because it needs patience. Now in the prayer, over an hour in standing, it needs patience from a person to persist and to focus on his worship. In the morning to pray of Hajar at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, it takes patience from a man, from a person to awaken and to pray, to do your other acts of worship, to do Hajj when you go for that for several days. Patience is needed from a Muslim to maintain himself upon the worship of Allah. If you don't have patience, you'll end up like those people who end up straying away from the religion, no longer practicing because they couldn't be patient upon practicing. The second type of patience, as-sabru an maharimillah, to be patient in staying away from the haram that Allah has prohibited. It requires patience to keep yourself away from haram because the soul, it pulls you, your desire pulls you towards that haram. So it needs patience from a person to keep yourself back and withhold from that haram. Then the third type of patience is as-sabru ala aqadarillahi al-mu'limah to have patience upon the difficulties of the decree. No doubt there are instances and situations of difficulty all of us face in our lives from time to time. As Allah mentioned in the Quran, تِلْكَ الْأَيَّامُ نُدَاوِلُهَا بَيْنَ النَّاسِ Those are the days that we alternate between the people. Days of happiness and joy and days of sadness and stress and difficulty. But one category of patience is to be patient upon those times of difficulty. وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا Whomsoever fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah will make a way out for that person from that difficulty. Indeed, with difficulty comes ease. So the one who maintains his trust in Allah, his dependence in Allah, then that ease, it comes for you after that test and that trial of the difficulty. And there are going to be tests and trials of difficulty upon us all. He is the one who created the death and life in order to test you. So we are going to be tested, just like the prophets and messengers were tested. So upon us is to demonstrate patience during those tests of life. So here we see then, some of the characteristics of patience from the Prophet ﷺ and the characteristic of wisdom in how he interacted with that man, how he dealt with that man in that calmness and in that wisdom, minimizing the issue that had already now occurred. And these are the types of things a Muslim needs to bear in mind when he behaves and interacts with the people, with his family, with whomsoever it may be, to have patience 
and to have wisdom in how a person engages in his affairs. And to round off, we can mention Allah told us in the Quran that in fact, patience, it is the basis of all of these other affairs. In Surah Al-Asr, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, Wal-Asr, inna l-insana la fi khusr, illa al-lazina amanu wa amilu salihat, wa tawasaw bil-haq, wa tawasaw bil-sabr. That all of mankind is in loss except those who have iman, do righteous actions, and join that goodness and truth, and join the good, forbid the evil, calling to the truth one another. And then fourthly, the issue of patience, the characteristic of patience. They counsel one another and call one another to the patience. As Sheikh Abdurrahman Rahimahullah mentioned, if you do not have this fourth characteristic mentioned in Surah Al-Azr of patience, then you will not be able to have properly the first three. Without patience, your iman will be weak. Without patience, your righteous actions will be weak. Without patience, enjoining the good, forbidding the evil, calling to the truth, da'wah will be weak. Patience underpins all of those other affairs. So that is what we'll round off on tonight on the brief reminder. Inshallah ta'ala will carry on tomorrow night. And tomorrow night, inshallah ta'ala, we will hold it as an open Q&A. If anybody has any questions, Ramadan related, non-Ramadan related, 10 or 15 minutes tomorrow evening session, we can hold it as a Q&A. Struggling with my voice, so the Q&A gives an opportunity to relax in between as well. So tomorrow, inshallah ta'ala, 10, 20 minutes afterwards, any questions, anything Ramadan related, non-Ramadan, we'll do that inshallah. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين